What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And I'm Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen. Yo, what's up? It's your boy Giovanni. Hold on. Yeah, I'm going to start by warning everybody right now. There's a lot of narcissism that's coming through in my report today. <laughs> I, yeah. I've been gone for like almost two weeks. You were around the fucking globe. Like you were in Manchester, London. I did, yep. Um, Ireland. Ireland. Yeah. I'm so jealous. Really? I've not, always wanted to go to Ireland. Well, I'll be honest with you. Um, if if I go back, it's going to have to be with you guys or somebody because I didn't enjoy it as much as you probably would. Did you understand? Because they're um, the Gaelic, you know, brogue is kind of strong. Like, what the fuck did you just say type thing? No. Welcome and, to our country. And, and, like, and I wasn't paying attention it. when That's I got up in the morning because mm-hmm. I was running around in London doing other shit mm-hmm. and I had a TMT shirt on. <laughs> oh, so I'm just walking through funny. Ireland like, where you at, Connor, you bitch? <laughs> and people are looking at me like, this nigga's crazy. Like, but I'll get into that in a minute. But before we get into it, I have to say I'm really excited that our show is now on iTunes, yes. Google Play, and Spotify. Woo-hoo. And so for all of you that beg us to add more shows, I'm going to go. This is what I'm going to say before I even talk to the other hosts because, you know, they, they, they're going to have to say yes. We'll add a third day when you guys get us to 100,000 subscribers. That right there. Yeah. Yes. Get us to 100,000 subscribers and we will add more shows. Like, tape. <laughs> then it's a, now it's a job, job. <laughs> no, but then, by then, that's what I'm saying. 100,000 subscribers is going to be a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. that's so cool. Get yeah. us to 100,000 subscribers and you get more shows. Exactly. All right. So I guess we can start with the weekend recap. So, Curve Queen, what did you do? I didn't do shit in comparison <laughs> to you, honey. I didn't do nothing. I've just been, you know, it's the end of the year. And so you, Spend a, I, I think that what people do, what I do, is I kind of chart my wins and my losses. You know, mm-hmm. um, what went really well in this year? What, you know, what projects did I kind of let fall to the wayside? You know, I just kind of, you know, just do this kind of little analysis thing. Um, and it sends me into a really deep depression. Um, really? So <laughs> uh, but what know. are you analyzing exactly? Um, do you know, I, I guess how much personal growth I've experienced over the year. Do I feel like So I'm, you actually stop, pause. Yes. And look back over the year to say, did I grow? Yes. I should start That's doing deep. that. Yeah, I do. I'm, I'm shit. I, I'm the sign of death and rebirth. Scorpios, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, you know, I feel like every single year is an opportunity to, you know, become reborn, you know, and, um, that's, that's really, and I so like I that. just, I, I analyze, you know, where I think I could have done better and so what was it? What, 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 what did you find in this report? In this um, assessment? I'm a sucker for love. <laughs> um, I need to be a little bit more responsible with my emotions. How um, so? What do and, you mean? And like more selfish? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah I do, you tell me this tell all, the time, all the time and I, I, I do need to be a little bit more um, selfish with my emotions and I need to be a little bit, I need to redirect my effort um, away from my personal life and more into my business life. That's just, mm, mm, that is, mm. that has always been my Achilles heel. That is just the truth of the matter. Um, and so, you know, I ended up taping something for BET yesterday. I a, saw that. A big docuseries project that they're not letting me talk about just yet. But um, it felt really good to, you know, go through the hair and makeup process and stuff like that. Um, and it just, you know, kind of lit a fire under me to, you know, kind of just get back out there. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Because, I mean, I feel like L.A. can really make you like super complacent, you know, because it's sunny skies and mm-hmm. trim trees and manicured lawns driving around in my Jeep. And you get really, you know, complacent in where you are and it's hard to you know whereas new york that fire is always there that mm-hmm. hustle but, is always there because it's cold most of the time a lot, you know? of, a lot of women battle with having the balance between 
having it all, right? Having mm-hmm. the career and having the man. Are you at a place where you just want it all? or Because I feel like you go in between both. You either want the man or you want the career. I kind of feel like the man will come once once I'm really happy with the mm. career. I think that he's just going to kind of fall into my lap. That's what I tell myself when I talk about my abs on the treadmill. <laughs> I just keep going. They're going to come somewhere. They're going to yeah. show up at some point. Yeah, I just, I just, I feel like when you're not looking for something, then that's when you, you know, find it. And then, you know, mm. I also made a list of the things that I wanted. You know, it's that whole law of attraction thing. <clears throat> yeah, so the whole Are law- you turning it into a vision board, though? Because I have so many magazines that I bought just for a vision board. <laughs> didn't and the only vision I have is them sitting there collecting dust. No, mm. no, no, no. I did this before, um, like legit. So, you know, my relationship ended with Flo Rider. And, um, and I'd spent so much time in that relationship catering to him. I literally became part of his management No, I remember team. when yeah. you were just like on the road. Yeah, I was on the road all the time. You were the it, girlfriend. It was, no, I was literally like the manager. Put on a blazer and a pair of jeans and some heels. Everyone thinks that you're part of the management but team. But I remember you said one time that one time Flo got off the stage, he was like, where's Melissa? Do and you feel was, like, he was always do you like feel that. like you became a part of like his ex, like his life, like consumed with him. He was consumed with you. I, I wanted, I wanted nothing to do with my own life, and that, you know, that was a moment of reckoning at that the end of that year to see just how much I can, I'm capable of burying my head in the sand when I don't think things are going right in my life. Then I find a distraction, you know. And so for me, you know, something had happened preceding, you know, us getting together that was really traumatic. And I just wanted to be around a sense of security and safety. And well, I mean, look at the size of him, you know, and he comes with security. So his lifestyle was so I was so insulated Mm -hmm. that I was, you know, I, I was afraid to Go back to my own life. Look at Melissa opening up on the radio. Yes, kind of yes. nice. I wish we had an applause button. So, do um, you do you ever yeah. do you feel like? So, what have you learned about yourself in all that? Well, experience? going like the back to the whole law. Of, right go, going maybe. back. Well, going back to the law of attraction because I just want, I want the listeners to actually hear this. So, um, I decided that a, a drastic change needed to happen in my life, a, 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 a massive disruption, and so I'd moved back to New York from LA, and I decided, what am I going to do? I, I thought about going into finance. I had a few financial companies that wanted to hire me, you know, get my stockbroker's license, except my series seven, or am I going to go into real estate? I picked real estate and I put my head down and I went to school and I, and you were serious about that because I would come to New York and try to get you to go out and you were like, I got to go to class. Yeah. I get working and I class and I, I fast tracked through, you know, my real, you know, school and my real estate license, found a company, but I also put into the universe what I really wanted. I was like, okay, if I get this, you know, if uh, this real estate thing, I'm going to use the Rolodex that I've accumulated over the years in my business, in the entertainment business, to, you know, translate into dollars, you know, um, money and uh, success in my next, you know, career. But then I thought to myself, I, w- I thought to myself, I would love to get a reality show, mm-hmm. you know, a reality show only on Bravo. Like I thought these things to myself and I was like, in order to kind of like, you know, help um, push my career along, you know, and I wanted to show myself stumbling through my first year of real estate because that's the truth of the matter. And I put all this into the universe, like just communicated with it every single day about what I wanted, the specifics of what I wanted, a reality show that depicted women of color in a positive light professionally on Bravo, 
And I couldn't believe it on December 19th, 2012, I got an email from a production company. Has it been five years already? Well, that was when... Oh, when they it, first yeah, started. Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. And I got an email saying, hi, we're putting together a show about, you know, single successful women of color and it's greenlit for Bravo. And But I was like, somebody's fucking punking me. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. It would, That's exactly what happened, hand to God, you know, on my father's grave. So... I say all this to say that when it comes to the law of attraction, if you are very, very, very specific, the universe will conspire with you no matter which way it goes. If you think miserable thoughts and negativity, the universe is going to conspire with you to continue to create those kinds of situations. If you think positive then and you are very specific about your goals and your dreams and your wants and you put in the work too because going to real estate yeah, you school, gotta you got to put it in the work. It's going to conspire with you. To let me, let bring me, all those well, let wonderful me t- things. To let you. me tell you, I am followed. I had to unfollow everybody almost on Instagram <laughs> because I started becoming so consumed with what everybody else was doing. Yeah. My race started becoming a competition. Mm-hmm. I started really, and it I think put me in a place of depression. I talked talked on one of our last shows that I, I that I think I'm in a place where I really need to dig myself out of a hole, not financially mm-hmm. or socially, because I was at Art Basel this weekend, which I'll talk about in a mm-hmm. minute. And I and I was on the list for every party. Mm-hmm. Didn't go to many things. Really? I just did I stayed in my hotel room. Really? That's shocking. For two days because I just it requires a lot for me now to mm-hmm. get out the house. Yeah. And I think it's because I feel and I struggle with the own pressure that I put on myself with where I want to be in life. Mm. Um, but in following people, I just found on Instagram, you couldn't follow one person and it can change your whole mood, the whole landscape of your emotional state. Mm-hmm. immediately mm-hmm. like you'll feel it in the first five days you'll be like you don't see the image because every image really does trigger a thought mm-hmm. when you see floyd mayweather on instagram with fucking billions and millions of dollars mm-hmm. tigers and shit in his mm-hmm. house you it, it does make you go well damn you know because there's times where i have to you know they he has to slow me down say but all that's coming just mm-hmm. keep putting in the work mm-hmm. and you know even though i don't wake up saying i want to have a billion dollars in my bank account because that's not really the goal mm-hmm. i think we all want a place of comfort where you ain't worried about the bills yes, when yes. it comes in the inbox it's like file that bitch get yeah. it done you know yeah. yeah and i i so it's interesting that you're saying that because i had my own revelation where mm-hmm. i was saying okay you know we joke on the show about getting in shape and going mm-hmm. to the gym and mm-hmm. now we have a new board op the nigga that was here touching tranny titties is gone we have a new guy who has a fucking body so we have to look at this shit every show yeah, he's kind of cute but now um <laughs> <laughs> let's not start. Let's okay, let him have. Okay, let's okay, break okay, him yeah. in one show <laughs> without telling him to put his penis on the board. <laughs> so, so now, I mean, I'm at a place where, if I think about the goals that I have for fitness wise, it's mm-hmm. really only six pounds a month mm-hmm. for twelve months. That's a good way to break it down. That's a that that or is a ten months. That's a reasonable way to wrap your mind around something that seemed like a daunting task. You know, people we tend to look at things in the grand scheme of of what it is that we're trying to attain, and it's just too large. If you break it down into manageable tasks, which is a pound a week, yeah, it's you know, really not that hard. <laughs> it's it's not as hard as you think. And if you lose ten pounds in a month, then you're already four pounds into your next goal. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that was so that's part of the whole mental thing I've been going through. So yeah. it's interesting hearing uh, you talk about your goals because I uh, on the flight in last night I said I'm going to sit down this week for one hour, turning my phones off and literally map out all the goals I need to hit this year, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. personal and, bi- and business wise. Yeah, so yeah, it I, it's I mean you know it's fun to kind of fly around by the seat of your pants, literally and figuratively, because mm-hmm. you've just gotten off a million airplanes and stuff like that. And but then life has a habit of coming around and, you know, slapping you in the face and reminding you that there's responsibilities. And, you know, you've got a sense you've got a personal, you know, set of responsibilities to 
you know, sustain the quality of life that you've become accustomed to. Well, I'll just say this since we're on the topic. So during during Art Basel, I was one of the parties I did go to. I did go to Diddy's house. He had a party um, at his house on Star Island. And I ran into Hitmaker, who Mm -hmm. was one of our guests on the show. Yeah. And he walks over to me and he says, you know, you got a hit on your hand, right? Mm -hmm. And I said, what what are you talking about? He goes, you know, your show's a hit. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do with it? Mm -hmm. That question made me like literally, I had to sit there with my little Apple Ciroc. (laughs) And I said, well, what the fuck am I going to do with the show? Mm -hmm. There's so much. I mean, I've had calls with the president of BET. I've had the meetings with Nick Cannon. Mm -hmm. I'm having a meeting with VH1. All the people are in my Rolodex. Mm -hmm. I literally just need to focus Mm -hmm. on selling the show. Mm -hmm. And so it made me say to myself, because he kept saying like, you guys, you got this, you got this. And it's true. There is a lot that could be done. But. I think what people don't realize, because I see some of the comments where people say, well, damn, why haven't they picked up the show yet? And I said on the last show, sometimes when you're ahead of the game, you got to wait for the game to catch up. So true. But the other part, too, is that you do have to stay focused and do the work. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's almost like selling the show should be like working out in the gym. I mean, think right? about Exactly. And think about it for, you know, everybody listening is the thing that you guys like most about us is the uncensored part. Yeah. You know, how reckless we are. And when, people wrap, try to wrap their minds around, how do we put this on the network? Exactly. How do you put a show like this? on BET where we talk about dick pussy snot you know anal nigga this bleaching. and I anal mean, bleaching we give, that, we give ball gags away to our guests exactly I mean <laughs> so BET was kind of clutching their pearls like how do we maintain the integrity of the show but still you not know get, still not get sued by yeah. our sponsors and advertisers type thing so it, it's it's complicated it's not as easy as Very. everybody thinks and so. for the people that do listen I mean we have I think 60 something thousand subscribers now on YouTube we mm-hmm. we are going to launch this podcast. We get hundreds of thousands of views. And I mean, we're over a million, almost to over 12 million views on, on YouTube. So we, we love and appreciate everybody that listens to the show, whether you're a critic, whether you're a fan, whether you're the geo army, a socialite, or you follow the curve queen, mm. whoever you are, we support you. We support, we love the support and we love, uh, we want to support you by making sure we stay real to the brand yeah. as much as we can. I mean, you have to understand, like, if we get on television and we start saying, hey, yeah, yeah, everybody, how you doing? Let's yeah. talk. <laughs> the, WB. Like, the, the, show, the brand's going to be destroyed. Y'all going to just vote us off a team. We ain't winning no BET award no. for best new uh, show. No, it's no. not happening. So we have to just keep doing the work. But we appreciate everybody that's listening. Gio, mm-hmm. what is happening over here? Are you having an allergy attack? No, no, no. Yeah. Are um, you crying over n- Jennifer again? <laughs> That was, can I just first, can I first, okay, let's, we're going to get to your week, but before, before we do that, can I first apologize because during our last show, I was a little insensitive. Somewhat. You were like, no, get over it, bitch. You were pouring your heart out. The, okay. I've fallen in love while I was away. Fuck off, Jason. <laughs> no, I have. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you about it in a minute, but okay. no, but back to Gio. Okay. You mid show stopped and said, I want my girl back. Mm-hmm. And I literally didn't take a breath before I dismissed you. (laughs) Not even a half of a breath. And so I wanted to start by saying, go back to that place and share what you were thinking that show. Because I thought, I I mean, I didn't even read the comments, but I felt like, damn, nigga, you's an asshole. Uh, Yeah. So. I mean. um, It was very heartfelt. My weekend recap is good. You know, um, the movie I did with Tween One Savage comes out next week. Uh, it's called Savage. You guys should post it on Hollywood Unlocked. Let us know. We in the building. <laughs> and um, uh, it's funny because I spent, well, I don't want to say, uh, the weekend, I, I I partied with Flo Rider for two days at his house. <laughs> Did he bring us up? Yes. <laughs> what did he say? 
We Are had a great conversation. Me? Yeah, my boy John hit me. John Silver hit me up. He was like, "Yo, come over to motherfucking house, man. We barbecuing." That's get so there, and it was funny. it was flowing, flowing. It was like, "Yo, man, we just caught up and we talked and we ate." Next day, did the same shit and we talked. Wait, does Flo, so you hung out with Flo for two days? Yeah. So does Flo watch the show? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So what? What did he, did he have anything positive to say? Oh, of course, he speaks nothing but highly of Melissa. Nothing but highly. Nothing less. Not one bad. Doesn't he utter a bad word about her? I was a great girlfriend. It's always great. And then what um, did he say about the show? Did he say anything about us, our chemistry? Did he say you guys are a hit? I mean, did he say anything? No, nah, he just said, I, I watch the show, man. You know, <laughs> come on up there one of these days. Really? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, he told me he ain't never coming on this just show. Just playing. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then I, I started back shooting Unsolved next week, my last episode. I thought I was done, but they called me back. Okay, so do all your shows in the breakdown say must have raggedy beard? <laughs> Let me tell you what. <laughs> when you're shooting a TV show, they put you on something called pinned. Okay. Which means... Okay, come on to school us now. So, which basically means is you can't really book anything between those dates. And they like to do your hair, my character hair a certain way. So, they want their barber to cut it because my character has specific haircut. Got it. So, that's why. Got it. Okay. But well, I will be fresh before my birthday. December well, listen. 27. You're not playing a homeless man in these episodes, no? no? Okay, I'm not. Just it's just... It's been not, I'm pin, I was pinned for a whole month. Okay. Because that means I, I don't know when they're going to call me back. Yeah, well, no, so no, I can't I do shit. Is, yeah. Well, I'm going to start a hashtag mm-hmm. on Hollywood Unlock called Free Geo's Fade. <laughs> <laughs> listen, it's okay, man. I've been, listen. You are I've grizzly. Been, Adam's yeah, going to you know, But this. I'm not, I haven't even been doing that. You know why? My, my, my spirits are, I, lately I just have not been myself. Okay, so is it because of the breakup? Absolutely, man. I'm not, yes, that shit hurt. Because okay. this is this is what I don't understand. I was talking to a friend of mine from New York, and maybe maybe it's pussy. I, I, clearly, it's not anything I know about. It'll make a motherfucker cry. No, Look at him right now. Guy, I'm not crying. This guy who I know, who is one of the most gorgeous, young, up-and-coming Dominican porn stars that he oh, knows gosh. he can be. He's not a porn star, but he should be. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, he, him and his girlfriend broke up, and he's literally been in a state of depression for four months. And this is what I said to him, and this is advice I would give to everybody mm-hmm. listening. If you don't take this advice, I swear to God, you should just take every pill in your medicine cabinet and kill yourself right now. <laughs> okay. Not that I'm promoting suicide. Okay. Oh, but you should die. No. <laughs> Do not let yourself mourn for more than three weeks for anything. No. Wait, let me finish. Okay. Let me say why. My mother died. Mm-hmm. Three weeks was the clock. Now we didn't have the best relationship. She's still mom, mm-hmm. right? So if everybody, all the condolences. So mm-hmm. you go. So you, so first day, Facebook. Okay, put the notice out and just get it over with. Facebook. Mm-hmm. Everybody's gonna con- all the people that you've never met. Mm-hmm. People who want to offer you hog mogs in the morning and people that want to say you pussy at night. All those people are gonna say sorry for your loss. Okay, get through that. <laughs> then your family. They're gonna all do their thing. You got to go through the funeral. You got to get through all that. I went through three weeks and I said, after three weeks, mm-hmm. I am going to keep moving. When mm-hmm. me and my boyfriend broke up, I said to myself, we sat there. I ain't gonna lie. We both cried immediately. Mm-hmm. And then I said, wipe the tears. Let's sort out how we separate the business, how we separate our apartment, how who takes the cars. Mm-hmm. We ain't got no dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, cool. You can have all the furniture. You can have everything. I'm out. So that was out the way. Three weeks, I was out, mm-hmm. emotionally out, because I feel like people can fall into a hole and then be stuck there. If you look up and four months later, you are still depressed. This person was working with an A-list celebrity. This person was mo- traveling the world. Mm-hmm. This person is young and fly mm. and is sitting in New Jersey mm. 
depressed. Uh-huh. So I said to that person, I'm going to be your life coach. I'm going to take five minutes every single day. I know you ain't about to cry on the radio. Fuck no. Why are you about to say? Because you tearing up. Like, I am not tearing. I was yawning. And you know when you. I'm well, we not We do need the rating. Crying. So I'm nigga, not about to cry, bro. Pinch your balls Why would you say that? And so. <laughs> shit. Your eyes start to water up. Yawn- I was yawning earlier, bro. I'm very tired. There's no R in yawning. So, so, I'm t- so I'm saying to him. I will be your life coach. I said every single day, I will give you five minutes of a conversation. I will take five minutes out of my day just to make sure you're okay. Okay. But you have to actively figure out a plan Mm -hmm. between now and in three weeks to get the fuck out of that emotional state. So he's committed. Now, I'll I'll finish by saying the reason why I say don't give give yourself three, three weeks is because if you know you have a time limit on mourning, whatever it is, a relationship, a job, a person, whatever, friendship, then you have three weeks to actively work to get yourself out of it. Oh, yeah. Because if you ain't actively focused on getting out, doing activities, being around people, you know, I said, go get you some pussy tonight <laughs> or come to L.A. Do do something to actively get out of that state. If you don't, then you're just going to be depressed. I've been actively out of it. I've been having a lot of table reads, been having a lot of screen tests. All that. My mind has been active, but... When I go home at night, boy, that shit right there on that pillow waiting. So let me give you the flip side of what you just said. Okay. Um, you are a highly compartmentalized person. Okay. You are. Break that down for the viewers or listeners. Compartmentalized, meaning you can you can compartmentalize your 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 emotions. You can put your sadness away, like your and ignore it because the greater good of your business is in front of you, and that's all that matters. Not everybody is built like that. A okay. lot of people are not built like that. Okay. That's number one. Number two, the five stages of grief, because when a relationship is, is no more, it's a death, yeah. you know? And people think about the five stages like of grief that. as shock and then anger and then grief, denial, whatever order they come in. I can't remember what it is right now. They think about it as, 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 a, as an order, a chronological order, and it's not true. It's more cyclical. Mm-hmm. It goes in circles. And so one day you might be feeling absolutely nothing, and that's just still the shock of the whole situation just comes right back at you. And then there's other days where the denial is there or where the grief is just so, it's, it's palpable. It's, you can feel that shit, and it's literally suppressing everything about you. You can't move. That's number one. And I know this because, you know, first time I ever felt something like this was when my father passed away. And I realized that grief is something that just keeps on going around and around and around until it starts to fade. It's kind of like a tornado that kind of loses steam after a while. Mm -hmm. That's number one. And number two, the worst thing that you can ever tell somebody is to get over it because they start to feel worthless. You know, um, I remember when I broke up, you know, when me and uh, Flo broke up and I was... I was upset for longer than I wanted to admit. And one, I was with, with a girlfriend of mine who's particularly strong willed. And she saw me kind of just, you know, just sad. And she was like, Oh my God, you're not over this already. Would you just get the fuck over it? And it made me feel even worse. Mm. It made me feel stupid. It made me feel worthless. It made me feel like I was doing myself a disservice. I was pathetic. It made me feel horrible things because when you're in a relationship with somebody, your senses start to become in tune to that person. You can hear them before the keys even in the you can hear them before the before the keys even in the door. You can smell them coming. You beca- you have memo- you've memorized I was immune to that woman. You've immune, you've memorized this person's yeah. habits. And it gets to the point where literally like you're if you were to put an EKG, you know, monitor on your on both your hearts, your heartbeat 
is in rhythm with each other, which is why they call it a broken heart because your heart becomes arrhythmic. It's searching mm. for that other rhythm. You are in physical pain and going through withdrawal. That's literally <laughs> what's happening to you during a breakup. I have analyzed the fuck out of this oh, yeah. when I've been in I pain. Mean, the throwing up, the so, chest pains, all so that it's, shit. It's, it's not as easy you know, you you want to get over it because <laughs> who wants to be in pain? Who wants to feel like I want to die today? I'm not going to commit suicide, but God, if if you chose to take me today, I wouldn't be mad at I you. I wouldn't be mad. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> nobody wants to feel like this. We want to get over it. Okay, so so you know? so okay, my ex, mm-hmm. I said this maybe on the show before, could not get out of bed to go to the bathroom mm-hmm. without me waking up like fully alert and 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 waiting for them to come back. Yeah. I could not go to sleep if they were not in the bed. If they were at the club or they were out with their friends or they yeah. were in the other room playing a game or whatever, I would literally not be able to physically fall asleep. It's funny you talk about the rhythmic uh, beat of the heart because mm. I remember one day laying there going, this is fucking weird. No, yeah. I feel this. Yeah. I felt the heartbeat. Yeah. And it was literally on the same beat. Yeah. The synergy. I get, yeah. I get that. Yeah. And I would never say to somebody, man, get the fuck over because I'm not going to be insensitive about that because I do understand the pain that comes with it. But there is a serenity prayer mm-hmm. and there are things that you can change yes. and there are things that you can't yeah. and there are things and, and you have to find the strength in both of those. Right. Yeah. So, for example, I can't walk around and say, damn, I want to get in shape. Damn, I want to get in shape and feel bad about it yeah. when I'm I know I can go do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you see Olympians who have no legs running fucking marathons yeah. mm-hmm. and my ass is sitting in this nice, cute ass apartment in yeah. Hollywood saying, I is oh, too much. Oh, me. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I look at it like, again, if you're not actively working to get out of it, for example, if you're in a relationship and you're hanging out with a bunch of single girls who are telling you that your man ain't shit. Mm-hmm. You got to get away from them because you'll start to adopt that my man ain't shit mentality. Yeah. You ain't got no man. I got one. Yeah. The other thing is that if you lose the relationship or the relationship ends and you know deep down it's over, you have to sit in a place and say, okay, it is really over. Let me preserve my friendship with the person. Let me give you an example. Mm. I'm talking to somebody now and he says to me, we're your exes. Mm. I said, they one's in jail, mm. one's in New York. Mm. The others I don't have contact with, mm-hmm. but I get along with all of them. Mm-hmm. He says to me, I don't get along with mine. Mm-hmm. I said, well, that's indicative of how you never truly love them. Mm-hmm. Because how can you love somebody and just absolutely hate them? Now, I know you've shared your views with you and Flo on the show. And you guys have had your own experience. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've been fortunate. I don't hate him at all. No, I've been yeah. fortunate enough to have partners who I love so deeply that when it just doesn't work anymore, we can't grow anymore. The heart just can't expand anymore. And you no longer have a place in my life. We just can't coexist but we're, we're still going to be friends. Mm-hmm. Me and my ex called me the other day. We have the best relationship. So what I said to the new person was, you have to understand and accept that these people are my friends. Mm-hmm. We don't go, we don't have to go hang out one-on-one. We mm-hmm. go, but these are my actual friends. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. I just personally think that like anybody that's grieving over a broken relationship, you have to find a place within yourself to have the strength to say, you know what? I'm worth more than that relationship. So I'm going to dig myself out this hole and I'm going to put a plan together to actively work out of it so I can be better I, for my next relationship. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely agree with, mm-hmm. agree with that. Um, you know, as human beings, we tend to want to be very self-indulgent, you know, and that comes with even our, our negative feelings. We want to feel sorry for ourselves, especially when we've lost something like a relationship that meant a lot to us. So that kind of, you know, uh, 
kind of lengthens the grieving process. But, you know, when it came to um, when it came to like a breakup, you know, I did really small things like in terms of work, um, like looking up the word joy Mm. and looking up the word happiness and 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 actively looking for, you know, Google searches and articles about inspiring things that would make me feel better about myself, mm-hmm. um, make me feel, I don't know, like I, I guess a sense of, of, of uh, like I needed inspiration. Mm-hmm. That was so, basically so, so let me ask you. So you and your girlfriend broke up. And on the last show, you said that you miss her. Do you still want her back? Like, would you go back to the relationship? Um, not right now because she still has some healing to do personally in herself. I don't think going back now would be good because she hasn't fully healed, and especially, especially with some shit that just came to surface. I just want to say I'm sorry, Jen. I apologize. What What did you apologize for? I don't want to say. You got somebody pregnant? No, I ain't got no breakup babies. Okay. So, so do you feel like you can't go back to the relationship now for you or for her? Because your participation in the relationship has to be... She's broken right now. Okay. I broke her. Really? I broke that woman. So did you learn? Did you do anything that you could have learned from your last experience? Yes. Oh, okay. So this is, again, part of where being single is a good thing, right? Yeah. This is a time for your own growth. I've had a place where, like, when my ex left mm. or when we broke up, because he didn't leave me, I didn't leave him. We just broke mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm. I remember moving in my new apartment, and it was like I was in the most silent place I'd ever been in my life. Mm. It, like the room was, so loud. I had never been in a room that was so quiet, mm. but yet it was so, so loud. loud. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, yeah. And I, rem- deafening. I remember going to sleep the first few nights and I was just like, <laughs> I felt like I was it. back in that group home. <laughs> like, you know, like my mom had just dropped me off all over Damn. here. And it was a really lonely place. That's where I started dating so many different people yeah. and just hanging out and just, you know, whatever, because they kept, they kept me busy and not yeah. alone you know yeah, yeah yeah now i'm at a place where i'm like okay i'm ready to go back in and build a relationship mm-hmm. i've been through the people i've been through y'all know them dms i if you on the line listening i know i've slid in them <laughs> but now i'm at a place where like i have to get back to being in love again yeah so do you feel like during this time is this a time for you to heal and focus on what you need to do to be better in the future? Absolutely. Um, just focusing on myself right now as far as just, because it's a lot of stuff that I have to deal with, like my anger and, you know, just being a great individual for myself and a great father right now, you know. But as far as her, like, she's, I broke her and she she has a lot of healing to do. Mm-hmm. And she already had some things that she was dealing with personally, but on top of that, that last layer of what came to surface it, I, I know for a fact it broke her. So do you? So where do you go now? You don't go back to the relationship, or do you? <sighs> Not right now. I mean, I, right now I don't. Even, I haven't. I don't. Are I you guys ta- talking? I haven't talked to. I haven't talked to that woman. So I don't know where her mind is. You know, if I could go back right now, I could. I wouldn't because it's still so much self brokenness between the both of us. So I'll give you some advice. This is just you know, and you know, you, you definitely are into different shit than I am, clearly. <laughs> but love yeah. is love, right? Yeah. Love just it is what it is. I would say mourn the relationship and get through the pain of leaving it. Take time to do some introspection and look at you. Focus on the thing that you're in love with right now, and that is your career. Amen. Because your daughter is going to always be your daughter. Like, that's love that's just not right. going to go away. Mm-hmm. Focus on your career because you're working, 
and you're like right at that place where, you know, people are rooting for you to be better and to be great. Focus on that and the love is all going to come like it's going to come. Once I focus on Hollywood and got consumed with it, I start getting all these different people. The issue of why I'm not in love and in a relationship right now isn't because I don't have options. I just have not. I'm not in love with the people that want to be in love with me. Yeah. Mm, that yeah. part. You know, so like there's a lot of people knocking at the door, but that I'm part. sorry, I don't let Jehovah's Witness in my motherfucking house. <laughs> so yeah. what I'm saying is just like focus on the things that you can control and that you can be in love with. You can control you, you can control where your career goes, you can control you know the relationship with your daughter, but like all that other stuff. And I would even say, let that relationship die and learn like take from it the best lesson of how to be great in the future and then start over with something fresh. And as much as you miss the person, I mean, you can still figure out how to repair the relationship to be in their life and be their friend, but you don't have to be their lover and be their partner. Yeah, I don't want that shit. You don't? I'd rather go blind and see her with somebody else right now. Yeah, but you have to understand it's over. I don't know that. I don't know. But it's over today. It's over right now. Right, and so today she has the freedom and the will to say, I want to go on a date with another man. And you have to be strong enough for yourself, for your career, for your daughter, for your future, for your happiness, and for Mm -hmm. your sanity to say everything I have in my life, including me, my daughter, my career, my future, and all that is worth more than being angry over whatever she's doing. She uh, got to heal her way. You got to heal your way. That's true. I mean, it is what it is. It like is. I say, it, I'm just, I'm sorry. Mm. I'm sorry. Okay, well, I'm sorry for cutting you off the last show because you had to get it out, and I saw it. And when I watched the playback, I go, damn, nigga, you need to lighten up. You know, my gay ass yeah, be feeling funny. a certain way. When we start talking about love and all of it, like, fuck. But I fell in love since be I've been gone. Thing. So let me go through my list. Go ahead. I have oh, a list. Gosh. First, before I go any further, once you get to 100,000 subscribers, people, uh-huh. we will add another show. Yes. Just so go ahead and start promoing the, 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 the podcast on iTunes. Okay, so I went to London. Uh, as a guest of the owner of Pretty Little Things. Are you familiar with Pretty Little Things? Yeah, of course. Kardashian, right? Courtney Kardashian. But beyond that, the shit is just blowing up. Let me just give you a little history about this mm-hmm. family. I didn't Google them before I got there because mm-hmm. I just don't, I'm not that Google guy. I'm not yeah. in the Uber Googling, you know, what's this person worth? What's this person worth? But I got there and they, they told me that they were worth $5 billion. So the family owns apparently Boohoo, Boohoo Man, Boohoo Women, Pretty Little Things and Nasty Gal, which is a whole portfolio of fashion brands. Wow. They became a recent advertiser with Hollywood Unlocked, and so he invited me to his house. He was having a Christmas Christmas party, so I flew out there. Mm-hmm. Flew there. I walk in the hotel. I'm way in the weeds of Manchester. I mean, first of all, <laughs> let's just start by saying that I landed in New York, didn't have a haircut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you left, stopped in New York for a second. Left the airport to go get a haircut in Harlem. Came back, missed my flight to Manchester, so I had to fly to London. All my credit cards got shut down, so I land in London fucking stranded and basically it took me a couple hours for the banks to wake up here and to do what we need to do but anyway i made it to manchester ironically i show up cardi b's in my hotel no way just like and this is a hotel way off in the weeds of manchester like way there's nothing no civilization just this beautiful ass hotel so cardi b's there so um i walk in carl can i sit in there and james cruz who manages puffy they're out there and they're part of the same party that i'm going to Mm -hmm. so we sat down we had a great conversation and Carl Kanai gave me some amazing gems. He said, while you're so focused on working with all these other people, the Puffies, the Nick Cannons, this, whatever, you've built the platform. We all see you. All of us see you. All of us in this room, when you walk in, know that you belong here because we see you. You built the brand. Mm -hmm. I was like, damn. It was crazy to hear that feedback from a legendary person like Carl Kanai. Mm -hmm. So we go to this party. Umar, shout out to Umar, pretty little thing. There's reindeer. 
in the front of the house. <laughs> Did you pet them? No, the, I, there's rain. So I go over. I put on my snap on my Insta story, but I went and I, I pet the reindeer. One of them tried to buck me, but whatever. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably gay. <laughs> so so I, so I take a picture with the reindeer. I walk in this beautiful ass, beautiful ass estate, and and had an amazing amazing time there. But I'll just tell you a funny little story. There was a guy in the party. Of course, he was hot, and um, he was there with his girlfriend. So, you know, I'm throwing the drinks back. He's throwing the drinks back. And he gets really comfortable. And I'm really comfortable. At this point, I'm mm-hmm. shooting the shot. And I'm just like, I'm letting you know, you have walked into the devil's den. He's like, well, what are, oh my God. What are you saying? So the girlfriend gets pissed. And she's like, you know what? I'm leaving the party. He was like, bye. I'm going to stay here and hang with him. This oh, shit was so funny shit. and uncomfortable. So I left early. But nonetheless, went to Manchester. Then we flew to Ireland. Had a good time in Ireland. But before we went to Ireland, I had dinner with Winnie Harlow. Mm-hmm. Winnie Harlow is as you know she's a supermodel yeah she's out living in london she's from toronto did yeah. you know that yeah i did mm-hmm. i didn't know that yeah she's canadian from toronto yeah so we're at dinner her and i invited rob evans the model who used to host america's next top oh, model yeah. the guy uh-huh. one of the most beautiful people i've ever met in my life yeah. beautiful six five six something boxer whatever he's everything so i invite them to dinner so i invite him with me to go to dinner with winnie mm-hmm. and i'm sitting there with winnie and as i'm sitting there because she's gonna probably listen to this and i'm gonna just say i'm i'm analyzing her because every time we post winnie people have something negative to say yep she yep, has a bad do. attitude she's this she's this whatever she was the sweetest nicest girl most beautiful skin you know she has the uh vitiligo, vitiligo. beautiful yeah. skin but her ass was shady as fuck because she made me eat frogs. Oh. I uh, ordered, she ordered food. We let them frog order Frog legs. So the, so the meat comes to the table and it's flat. And I'm like, why does y'all chicken look like that? And she goes, well, we don't inject the chickens yeah. in our country the way you guys inject them with the hormones there. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. She was like, yeah, eat it here. So she hands me the, this thing and I'm looking at it and I pick it up and I'm like, okay. Anybody that knows me knows that when I go to a restaurant, I'm hella fucking picky. Yes, you are. So I bit into it and I'm like, this don't taste chicken <laughs> as good as Roscoe's. <laughs> right. So I'm biting in the chicken and then there's no bone. Yeah. So I'm like, where's the fucking bone? There's no bone in here. So I'm like, whatever, this is some weird ass shit. I'm going back to eating the shit that we inject in the States. Mm-hmm. So she's just busting up laughing or whatever. Here comes Natalie Nunn popping up behind me. Wow. Random. I'm like, Natalie Nunn, what the fuck are you doing here? Celebrity Big Brother's filming because remember yeah. I was going to yeah, do yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they, they want to do an all women's mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Well, she's there and I think she's there doing Celebrity Big Brother. Mm-hmm. So she wants to take a picture of Winnie, whatever. So that doesn't happen. So uh, Winnie has me eat the frog. So when she tells me it's frog, I put her on blast on, on my Instagram. But uh, That's hilarious. No, How did it taste? Disgusting. It tastes like a fucking frog. And I would tell you, I'm not, well, I'm not with the funny shit. I don't need, I don't need fox tails or all that exotic all that. shit. Just, so when you go overseas, you don't try to eat that. No, no, no. He's no. not about that life. He's not trying to do, you know, Eat blowfish and nah. escargot and shit. So when you ate that, because I'm learning something about food, and mm. this is real shit. Yeah, people around the world don't do the food the way that we do the food. On no. Hollywood Unlocked, I don't know if you've been following, but we mm. post some really graphic, nasty shit. Yeah. Recently in China, I found a video where they put a live rat holding him by his tail in a hot pot of oh. boiling water, oh. put the top over it while it's holding the tail in there. The thing is flailing around in the fucking hot water while the boiling the skin off. Pulls the rat out and is literally, uh, with his fingers, p- 
peeling the skin off of the fucking rat. That just was I wouldn't watch that. And, and I'm telling you right now. I want to see. And it. I'm telling you right now. I'm not racist. We got Asian people that work with Hollywood Unlocked. I love everybody. <laughs> you sound like Roy Moore's wife. No, no, right no, no, now. no, no, no. We have a Jew. We have a Jew. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying I love everybody, and I <laughs> and I respect everybody's culture. There is a festival that I have found online uh-huh. through Hollywood Unlocked again, <laughs> where they kill and eat dogs. Yeah. Uh-uh. And some places aborted babies. Okay. What? Okay. Okay. Listen. Listen. So okay. nobody knew about that. No, we got it. Okay. So nobody knew about that. Listen. Let me just tell you right now. So I'm the only one that knew about that. If yes, you feed you me an aborted baby, if you feed me your placenta, if you feed me a fucking boiled rat, I will listen. literally kill you. Let me tell you something. I will literally kill you, and I will go to court listen. and say, Your Honor, let me bring a boil. Hot water, boil a rat, and stick it in your mouth. Listen, and then you tell me how. I didn't believe it until I googled it, but over I forget where, but they have been investigating. Like, like they, it was a picture, real picture, aborted human fetuses. Of yes, like on the black market, walking down the street, like you see the fish shit. Like yes, yes. It's fucked me up. This, is Planned Parenthood a sponsor of that restaurant? No, oh, Jason, you I mean, not. Just asking no, right I can't. Okay. <laughs> he feels so bad after he said it. <laughs> no, I didn't, actually. <laughs> I, I, you know, I listen to some of the fuckery I say on the show, and everybody goes, he really can't believe that. No, I, everything I say, I really believe. <laughs> and at dinner, I told Winnie, I said, you should, you know, our show's pretty lit. You know, we talk about midgets and trannies, and she was like, you can't say midget. I said, oh, I fucking say midget every show. Little but but here's, here's, what I love, here's what I will say about Winnie. To all uh-huh. the fans that don't know Winnie, have never had the privilege of meeting with her or seeing her again or whatever. And I would even say it's the same with you. I don't know if it's being black women or just being women. Mm. It's just so easy to hate y'all. And throw it. Once the label's thrown on you, yeah. all these people pick it up. So I will say she was so nice and sweet. And mm-hmm. she talked about she had um, cut off her hair one time to mm-hmm. go natural mm-hmm. and she posted on her Instagram mm-hmm. and people attacked her thinking that it was an attack on black women. And I said, well, that's probably because they go say you white, you know, because mm-hmm. her half her skin is white. Mm-hmm. And she kind of laughed at that. But when she walked outside, there were tons of fans waiting to take photos. She took photos with everybody. She was so sweet and so nice. And she said she's just learned that. No matter what she does or says, people are going to always have an opinion. Right. So she doesn't even she doesn't even defend herself. Yeah. I've never met her. It's it's true. I think she's gorgeous, though. Beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand where was it like where did people develop the idea that she was a a nasty person? I think we had a guest that talked about it. No. Who was that? What did we what we we were talking about? Was it was on America's Next Top Model or something? It may have been, but I Mm -hmm. literally posted a picture of her today. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Or ask my staff to post a picture for it, just to see what people would say. And they said the same shit. I will say that I'm not into defending people because people got to do their own thing. But I will say for me, my experience with her was yeah. very pleasurable. Right. She was amazing. She right. And she took us to this restaurant. And me and Robert there, and I only brought 250 pounds. Mm-hmm. So we had already had two cocktails before she got there. And mm-hmm. it was like 14 pounds each. So what is that? 28 and 28, that's 56. Mm. So I'm already 194 pounds for dinner. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking, shit, we just going to do some salads. Talk about money, y'all, not his weight. So she sat there. Yeah, pounds, but thank you, yeah. money, for those of you that don't travel. <laughs> Shout out to Slauson Swabby staff. <laughs> so what we, we literally, she sat there and they ordered all this food. And I'm thinking, oh, they got our money, though, over there. So I called back to the home office, transfer some money. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of my credit cards stopped working over there um, with my chip or whatever. But long story short, they paid the bill right. and everything. Of course. I would think if she said, come with me to this, or she. Picked out the restaurant. Her friend pulled out the credit card and paid for that bill. Her friend's husband. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Pulled out the credit card and paid that bill and didn't even blink at it. And I just, 
I, I was reaching for my car. Oh, you sure you? Know? Under hesitation, I do that shit all the time. But shout out to Winnie; she was great. Um, okay, so the frog legs, Nally Nunn. Let's move on. So I went to Miami for Art Basel. Flew mm-hmm. there from uh, Ireland. Mm-hmm. So you didn't see Hino while you were there because Hollywood Hino was there. Where? In uh, Miami for Art Basel. No, I thought oh, yeah, you were I saw about, him the other night. I though. thought you were talking mm-hmm. about Ireland. I didn't see anybody in Ireland. I was yeah. there for literally like seventeen hours. If you okay. bumped into somebody you knew in Ireland, that'd be so random. I bumped into so many people that know Hollywood Unlocked in London. I could believe yeah. that. in the show, like yeah. t- everywhere I go. I walked in the hotel for a meeting, and the guy that was taking my bag goes, "Oh my god, I love." He's from Africa, clearly. <laughs> Wait, what? That, that what? African nigga. Wait, say it again. Oh my God, I love Hollywood. I said, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Mind you, I didn't have no fresh haircut. I got tons of bags. It's raining outside. My my perm is fucked up. I was over life. Oh my God, I love. You know, it was it's like coming hilarious. to America. It but, is you. It is you. But I said, do you, I mean, he was really, really excited. You want to take a picture? He was like, I can't. I'll get fired here. But he was such a fan. He watched all our interviews. He broke down. He said his funniest interview was Tanks. That's yeah. everybody. So that's how, that's how you know yeah. he's a real fan. Yeah, because really that was, him. what, our sixth episode or something like that? Yeah, it was like one of our earliest. Yeah, yeah. it was like our, yeah. our sixth episode, yeah. So he was really he was really positive. But I went to Art Basel, and so I, like I said, I went to Puff's house. Uh-huh. Guess who I ran into at Puff's house? Uh, everyone. Oh. Well, everybody was there. Uh, don't still say. Gucci Mane was there. Uh-huh. Didn't, didn't talk Yo. to Gucci. Uh who else was there? Smoke Perp. He's a new artist, over a million followers. He's yeah. a really nice guy, though. And I mean, I invited him to the show. He's really cool. Smoke okay. Perp. He's very different in person than his Instagram story. His Instagram story is a little crazy motherfucker, but he's a nice guy. Okay. He followed Hollywood and like, was like, damn, y'all got hella followers. Um, Drea was there. Mm-hmm. Drea says she's coming on the show, so she okay. was cool. It was good to see her. But I ran into Drake. Okay, okay. No, but it was a, you have, let me just set the scene. Okay. Puff's house, Star Island, very relaxed setting. Uh-huh. Two little Ciroc bars with some cute-ass Cuban boys. Yeah. You know, serving us alcohol, so you know I kept going back. <laughs> <laughs> so Drake, so I'm talking to Hitmaker, mm-hmm. who I said earlier, mm-hmm. and Drake walks up and they start talking, mm-hmm. so I'm thinking it's just me, him, and Drake. Mm-hmm. I ain't really talked to Drake in a long time. Mm-hmm. So for the listeners who are listening, me and Drake used to be friends a long time ago, mm-hmm. and his career took off and he was out of here i mean mm-hmm. he just became a star it's like if you think a shooting star it starts in the hemisphere and then it's just gone mm-hmm. <laughs> that's literally drake okay mm-hmm. so he's standing there i'm standing there so i go drake you know i i would be it would be i'd be remiss to not say i'd like you to come on our show and he looked at me and he laughed and he said y'all ain't gonna ruin my life ah! <gasps> drake. <laughs> he said that yes aubrey he said it jokingly yeah yeah, yeah. but I was, I didn't really know how to respond to that because, you know, like Hitma- he watched, but, Hitmaker was yeah. getting his number. And I'll be honest with you, people. Y'all know I like to like receipts. I was thinking I should just watch him type the number in and put it in my own <laughs> member because I could have, I could have saved Drake's number. I was watching, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I didn't even do that. I was trying to be cool. So Drake said that and I was kind of left there thinking like, damn, but my friend that was with me, Lee, he said, that just shows the power of your show. If people believe that you guys have that kind of influence. Mm-hmm. I felt like. I don't think people really get the brand because we don't ruin people. We make them feel comfortable and they come in here and tell their guts. Yeah. (laughs) So I said to myself, I felt a certain way. Yeah. I'm going to let it go. So later on that night, I'm at the bar. I'm at this side of the bar. A few more drinks. Here comes Drake again. He's at this side. There's tons of people in between us, but on the ends of the table Mm -hmm. or the bar, it's Mm -hmm. just me and Drake. Mm -hmm. So I say, Yo, Drake. <laughs> and he looks up. Liquid courage by this And he's time. laughing. Oh, yeah. Now I could talk to Jesus at this point. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, Drake. He's like, what's up? I'm like, what's up? And then I said, I'm proud of you. He said, thank you. I said, you said you was going to do it. He said, am I doing it? I said, man, you're doing it. He said, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm proud of you, too. But it was just a good 
mm-hmm. to reconnect again. And and I left it at that. Mm-hmm. I didn't press them anymore. Um, I saw I left them at that. Lala was there looking fucking amazing. She thick, mm-hmm. huh? Lala's body is banging. She she's she looked amazing. She kind of looked at me. I don't know what we post about her, so I don't I don't you know when people <laughs> it's look at only positive stuff. Yeah, but when celebrities give me that look, like they're trying to mm. figure me out, like they're looking at me. Uh-huh. Not, she wasn't looking at me in a bad way. She yeah. was just kind of looking at me, like she wanted to say hi, but then she didn't even want to start to open up a conversation. Mm. But she looked. I didn't say that to her. She looked amazing. Uh, who else was there? ASAP Rocky was there. He said uh-huh. to tell you hello. Oh, nice. ASAP was there. So shout out to him and Cardi. She performed. Uh, I went to the Moschino show mm-hmm. wow. out there, party with Jeremy Scott, and she performed all her shit, and she looked like a million dollars. She's getting that bag. I mean, Steve Madden. Hello. She's yeah. getting the I bag. think that I might actually go pick up those thigh-high boots that she was advertising. No, or just Damn. wait till you see her tonight at Offset's party. And All this shit in a year. God, man. No, I, it's not even a whole year yet. I know. Yeah. I want, man, Cardi, I'm so proud of you. Did you yeah. see John Bourne out there? Who was that? The painter. He did the painting for Floyd. You got it to Floyd? I, I seen him in a... He was in a Ferrari or something or some Lamborghini. He was painting by. Yeah. I didn't stop him. Got you, got you. I was having lunch mm. at Gloria <laughs> Stefan's restaurant. Well, how is it? It's the best food I on love Laria's. Yeah. Love. She had this live band in there playing. It was mm-hmm. really good. I didn't even tell her I was in town. But um, overall, I mean, Art Basel was very busy. People showed me a lot of love. Shout out to everybody that I met in Miami. This one lady, she came to me and she said, can I take a picture with you? I said, I'm sorry. I don't have a haircut and I've worn this shirt twice since I've been on South Beach. I can't. I'm just, I can't. And she said, okay. So she walked away. She came back. She goes, listen. I watch Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored all the time. You guys are so fucking crazy. There ain't no way I'm leaving without a picture. So I said, okay, we'll take a picture. So there's all these people here, and they're foreigners, and they're looking like, why does this lady want a picture with him? Mm -hmm. So I take a picture with her, and then she goes, now I have a question. Is Stevie J's dick really that big? (laughs) (laughs) There's a whole sea of white women sitting right right here, and they're different ages, daughter, mother. It's just... So I immediately become uncomfortable yeah. for them. Yeah. I said, ma'am, I don't know what Stevie, I don't know Stevie J's dick. I've never met it. Um, but if you Google it, it's on the internet. She goes, is it? Because I'm telling you right now, I ain't Googling no dick. I need to see the dick in real life. Because of the dick, I said, she had to be black. I said, Somebody oh, auntie. My God. From Chicago. I oh. said, ma'am, please stop saying the word dick. She was like, I want to see what the dick look like. Bye. <laughs> So she walks up, and then the lady comes over to me at the restaurant, and the guy who happened to be working there, his name is Melvin. I got his Instagram. Mm. Uh, they were like, why do people want to take pictures with you? So long story short, got a lot of love out there. And um, shout out, one more shout out. I'm going to give one more shout out to Justin Combs. Justin mm-hmm. Combs is probably one of the nicest, yes. dopest young people who could be a real asshole. Did that, mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah, but he's not. No, he's not. Mm-hmm. You're like your father's rich, mm-hmm. wealthy. Mm-hmm. You're rich. You, you grew up and you were born into privilege. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You could be a fucking dick, but he's such the nicest, sweetest person. So I just wanted to give a shout out to he him. He was he was famous, made famous by his namesake because his father created a restaurant called Justin's, yeah, and it was like right. it was one of the most iconic places in New York City. I worked at Justin's. Really? What? Yep. Was really? My, yep. It was in my, Atlanta? No, New in in New York. It was my first job. Like literally landed in New York three days later. I'm cocktail waitressing at Damn. Justin's, and it was Whitney Houston's father's. Birthday party. Jesus. Yeah. Before she sued him or after? No, they were going through the lawsuit. I at hate this that time. restaurant closed yeah. down. Like yeah. all of like Ashton Kutcher when he had Gay House gone. Mm-hmm. Justin's gone. J Lo's, what was hers? Uh, 
Oh, I can't Ma- remember. Madre, right? Madre and then uh, be- be- what's um be- uh, no. Bezos? Bezos, Gloria, yeah. Gloria, yeah. 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 like damn, is it that hard to keep a restaurant open? Like, it's the fastest way to go broke. Woo. That's what they say about the restaurant. I wonder business. what Gloria Stefan's doing at something. Oh, it's so good. The food's so good. <laughs> but I am mad. I do have something to say, Gloria. You fucked up taking the oxtails off the menu. No, they're not. I ask every time I go and I say, please let management know that I asked, but don't tell them it's me. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no, because the, the way I even found out about Lario's is she, when I met Gloria, I, took, I don't know if I told the story, but I met Gloria Stefan in a hotel room with so N- Nelly. Mm-hmm. Random. It was Nelly, uh, the Jonas Brothers, mm-hmm. uh, Evan Ross, mm-hmm. Love Ev. and Gloria Stefan and some other country singer mm-hmm. and a bunch of random girls. But yeah. they, and they were all just singing in the hotel room, which was the, oh, and Q-Tip. Right. It was some random shit. But anyway, she gave me her number. We became friends. And ever since, every time I go to Miami, I always go there. Now I'm just addicted to the food. Um, and uh, and it's Floyd's favorite restaurant. In yeah. So every time we go to Miami, that's where we eat. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I'm, I'm mad that she took the oxtails off the uh, menu. She needs to bring them back. Bring that shit back, God, Gloria. I love oxtail. But shout out to everybody that showed love. Um, had a great time. Oh, my God. I forgot. I went to the Little Wayne. I went to the Bacardi party with Little Wayne performing, hosted by Swiss Beats. Mm-hmm. And was that his no commission um, no event? commission event yeah. and it was so funny because they wouldn't give me VIP and I wasn't going to be pressed I was yeah. like ah, I'm just going to walk around because all the little snacks are in the room mm-hmm, anyway mm-hmm. but then somebody saw me and was like he's not in you You need to let him in and so you know it kind of mm-hmm. felt good they, they got me in there so I got VIP ASAP was there um, Buster Rhymes Buster Rhymes uh, what's the guy's name from uh Power, the light skinned guy. Uh, Amari Hart. Ha- no, Hardy? not him. Oh. Rotimi. Rotimi was there. Oh, okay. Rotimi says he's going to come on the show. Okay. So, yeah, it was good. So, shout out to everybody that showed me love in South Beach. He really got notes. Wow. <laughs> I had to, I mean, shit. It was a, he was gone for a while. I didn't think he was coming back. I fell in love while I was away. And you said you fell in love. Okay. So, let's hear it. <sighs> okay. So, and I need to meet him. Okay. This is the whole thing. And this is the question <laughs> I want to ask you. Does this he is, live here? He lives in Boston. He's from New York. Seth? He's no Dom- plan. No, he's Dominican. <laughs> he's Dominican. A Dominican living in Boston? Going to college. Oh, okay. He's in the university. The university of the in, in a university. Of, oh, okay. <laughs> so let me ask you guys a question. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Long distance, right? Could you do a long distance relationship? No. Uh, I just tried that shit. No, I can't. I'm affectionate. I need you here. It's, I need um, you here. It's really hard. It's really hard. It's just really hard because when you want to hug You said kiss, I just tried it as in... Hmm? You said I just tried mm. it. Mm. Niggas I always did, go deaf. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just tried it as in the past, or you, or you're still trying it. Uh, I yeah. Anyways, let's talk about you. Okay, um, so the long distance thing. This is yeah, this it's is difficult. Okay, so I've never done a long distance relationship, mm-hmm. but I know I can't date in LA anymore. Uh, yeah, that's that. LA's a wasteland. No, um, I've either fucked everything that I want. Yeah, or. This new generation coming up is just on some other shit. Yeah. You know, you yeah. can only buy so many shoes. You can only fucking take so many trips. Like, at this point, I'm investing in 401ks. I'm not doing it anymore. I feel like the only way that a, a long-distance relationship can work is if there is um, the potential for you guys to eventually end up in the same city. I know you ain't going to Boston. Never. But he's from New York, you said. He's from New York. He's from New York, yeah. So, and you love New York, and you want to live there. Mm-hmm. He's a communications major, so he, there's a lot of communicating going on in L.A. Exactly. Yeah. So the possibility of him moving here can, you know, kind of offset the... Mama! You know, yeah. So let me tell you... Uh, offset the distance. I thought you had uh, Tourette. <laughs> 
I'm saying, nigga, I'm sorry, but we don't fuck with people with disabilities at Hollywood Unlocked. No, we do. We do. We sorry for all the people. Yeah, out there, man. For all the people out there with cerebral palsy, please don't type me a letter. He's, oh my god, you're gonna. Go. Oh my god. All right, listen, fuck it, whatever. Uh, them niggas got Aflac. They got plans. They gonna figure it out. So, so let me tell you how this whole came about. So I see this motherfucker. I'm gonna explore. No. Uh-huh. I'm gonna just keep it all real. Uh-huh. I have a fan uh-huh. <laughs> that does nothing but DM me pictures of sexy guys. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. They know my type. They know I got fly. They know I can fly wherever I want in the world. Uh-huh. And they know I ain't it ain't nothing but to put somebody on a plane. Mm. The old Jason. Yeah. I'm I'm in love now. All right. So <laughs> they send me this profile. I'm like, oh shit, I've already talked to this person. So I slid in their DM and said, Haven't talked to you in a while. I hope you're well. Yeah. And he hit me back and he goes, We've never talked. I go, Are you sure? <laughs> and he was like, no. And I said, no, we definitely talk. But anyway, I guess we never did. Uh-huh. This motherfucker's so goddamn fine. I said, okay. I say this so, every single no, time. No, no, no. But I said this to myself. Okay, Jason, listen. Okay, listen. This is what we're going to do. I literally had to pull talk myself. to yourself. No, I had to pull myself in another room and say, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> we're going to focus on this one. That's uh-huh. it. We're going to focus. Okay. Now, if I focus, I get anything I want when I focus. Mm-hmm. I'm going to focus on this one. So I said, okay. So we started talking. I mean, when I say fine. So we sent, we exchanged. Uh, information, whatever. So I called him. Found out he's in, goes to university, so he's he's getting educated. Mm-hmm. Um, he's from New York. He's Dominican. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh shit, everything's lining up. Then he mm-hmm. says to me, "When are we gonna meet?" I said, "We're gonna meet. I promise we're gonna meet." Mm-hmm. The meeting has become an important thing to him. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm like, let's get to know each other before we meet. Mm-hmm. Before I invest in meeting you, let me get to know you. That's a very good idea. But on his end, he's saying before I. Invest, invest in, in getting you. to know you. Mm-hmm. I need to meet you. Yeah, that's how, how I am. How old is he? That's how 25. I, am. I would say that that's a young person's kind of mentality because I, you no, know. No, I, I feel the same. I, I got to meet you I first. Went, I but do you understand what I'm saying, though? Do yes, you understand no, my point I understand exactly what you're saying, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. Okay. Okay. Yes, it is more important to, like, kind of develop that kind of connection without the temptation of being in front of each other because then it can just go. It's too easy to have sex when you're physically attracted to somebody. Yeah, motherfucker, yeah. Because, uh, see, for the first three uh, days, mm-hmm. there was no conversation about any sexual play, mm-hmm. no no nothing. And first y'all, three days. And y'all know me. It Straight took yes. a lot for me to just yeah. talk about, you know, <laughs> traveling and shopping and <laughs> your family and, mm-hmm. you know, shit that matters to normal people. You know, fucking... <laughs> sex addict like me I just want to get straight to it but uh, no we talked about real shit but then now it's starting to talk now it's starting to turn into the more regular sexual shit so mm-hmm. I'm trying to like bring it back yeah you should Does it, now is mm-hmm. he, where we're getting where we're caught up in a little frustration at this point is I'm saying I need to FaceTime you more see you more get to know you more yeah before I really invest in getting like in being with you yeah He's saying, I got to meet you before I can invest. So stop. The calls are just random. And I'm just, we're in a weird place. So what do I do? Um, you want to know, honestly, it, he just might not have the emotional maturity that you're looking for. Because that's what that sounds like to me, honestly. Like, I did that with somebody, this dude, uh, who was extremely easy on the fucking eyes. And it sounded like all pistons were firing, you know? He was he was a cancer. <laughs> he was this. He was that. Like, it just seemed like I was like, okay, perfect. And then, you know, just certain just signs that he just was not emotionally really? mature enough for me to deal with. Um, it all came to a head and that was it. Just stop talking, yeah. you know? Um, How do you fight for a relationship that you want 
to work. Not one that you've been in, yeah. but a new one. Like, how do you, because what I've noticed is that if I don't call him, mm-hmm. I'll get all the calls. Right. But then if I call, 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 then I don't catch him. Such a game. Such an annoying But he's a, he says he's busy. I'm like, I've been in three countries <laughs> and five states in the last week. Yeah. Two weeks. Mm. So I'm invested in trying to get to know this person. Mm-hmm. I just said to him, I can I can tell you right now, I'm not going to see you until at least January or February. Right. Yeah. Because I'm just too busy right now. Yeah. And you're in school in Boston. I'm here. Well, he has, doesn't he have a break? Yeah. I told him, I said, if we get to know each other, mm-hmm. you come spend your break in L.A. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I know when I'm when I have somebody in town, when I'm trying to work, I'm so distracted. I'm so caught up in them. That's another reason why being in a relationship right now when your like career is like moving. Yeah. It's just I mean, I get having the support, but shit. I mean, when you get consumed with your your career, your what you're doing, you you don't want nobody to ask you why you're typing on the phone. You ain't yeah. paying the bill. Yeah. I got to type on the phone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I I mean, it it just might be a lack of emotional maturity, you know, on his part, and there's nothing you could do about that. You can't force somebody's maturation process. You can't. It's like you get further fucking banging your head up against that fucking wall. <laughs> what do you think, Gio? Could you do a long-distance relationship? Fuck no. Like I say, I need physical. I need affection. I love smelling you, touching you, breathing with you, eating with you, waking up with you. But is, I'm you reminiscing like right a now. One, My bad. You sound like a 112 album. <laughs> <laughs> so but, but, could, but doesn't that make getting together more exciting, right? So, like, when you don't see the person, when you do get them. You know, I like a balance. You know what I'm saying? I like the balance to be able to miss somebody. But I just couldn't do long distance. Like, especially if I'm home and I'm horny 2 in the morning and you ain't, you across the fucking. Um, Pornhub. I got several links. Nah, I need physical. I need you there. Well, they asked me this question. They said, are you talking to anybody else? I'm like, well. Let, yeah. I, I said, let me say this. I'm not talking to anybody else, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I'm a single man, mm-hmm. meaning that if I want to have somebody come and spend the night with me, I can do that. Mm-hmm. And do I have friends? Of course, I have friends, but I don't think we're at a place where I can say I only want to be talking to you mm-hmm. because we haven't got there yet. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but he's like, well, I'm not talking to anybody else. So I'm I, this person is so fine. I'm going to show you. Yeah. I'm like, I know you got to be talking smiles. There's no way. I said, I want to see what your DMs. I know your DMs look like a skating rink. Right. <laughs> I know. Right. No, no. I like that. I'm going to have to use that. that. You'll see a whole bunch of. He said, you, he said, you'll see a whole bunch of unread messages. I said, I bet. Mm. I said, you read mine. He said, what's well, because how you came at me? He's a great guy. He's a nice guy. Let I will say this, guy. though. Since the breakup, man, the my DMs have been crazy. Like, it's been fucking crazy. The word, text message has been crazy. Word of advice. Slide back like no i got mm. girls banging on my door at three in the morning it's bad right now you just moved how they know where the because fuck she's live. been to my, she's been there she says she's been there mm. but my dms are fucking insane right now that okay. whole Titty that, pigs, that, ass that whole saying of in order to get over someone you get under somebody is bullshit i know no, no it ain't no that no, yes it, it is ain't. yes it no, is it is not yes it is let me tell you why it yes is. it is hold on <laughs> let me tell you why if you want to get over someone this is why i said to my, I told my friend in new york Get some pussy tonight. Start yeah. to emotionally, but men are different than women. Yeah, it's. Well, I know in my former and like in past experience, that shit makes it worse for me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Especially if I'm empty. really invested into somebody, it just makes it worse for me. Well, what about the whole saying that you hetero sexual men go around and say the best pussy is new pussy? That's what all my brothers said. I've yeah, said it. Answer that shit. I've said it, but. Dang, look, I'm I'm a different type of dude. 
I don't say no. I'm cut from a different cloth. I can say yeah, new pussy is good pussy, but. Look, when you invest in somebody, man, ain't nothing like the heart, bro. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I didn't. I mean, me and my girl didn't have sex for a year. But why do y'all all acknowledge that when you break up? What? Why I'm, don't you acknowledge it when you're in it? I tell. I no, fr- men say what you just said when they lose it. No, how many times I've been no, on this platform was, and he, said no, that? No, he was very. Yes. You know, he he was he loved his girl. You know, he talked about Jennifer all the time, and you know, talked about her in a really positive light Thank you, all Ms. the Ford. time. He did do that. Fucking Jason Lee. But yeah, Side so getting under somebody after you're going through a breakup <laughs> is the worst, especially emotion, drunk shit. Mm. Oh, I did it because I'm drunk. You wake up the next day feeling like shit. My only thing is getting into a relationship. The thing that's scary for me is cutting every else, thing, everything else off. Not like, me. For me to cut everything off, I mean, not respond to one DM. Oh, I've done it. Not go on other people's page. Tell my little nigga connect to stop sending me profiles. <laughs> like for me to really go there. I got to know it's real. I've done it. You know? It, it, I ain't going to lie. It hurts. But and, and he said to me, I want to, he said, tell me what you want from a, from a partner. Mm-hmm. I said, I want somebody to be overly in love with me. Yeah. If I ain't got that, then you just another nigga that I'm yeah. talking to. Right. I've never had a woman fight for me. Like, I want a woman that's overly in love with me. Mm. Like, I've never had a woman fight be like, we're going to make this work and I love you. Like, you never I'm had ne- that before? I mean, she might be knocking on your door at three in the morning. Open mm-hmm. the door. That part. Fuck that. Mm. She might be. Side note: I had somebody knock on my door one time that wasn't invited. I don't like that. Oh, that's what she did. I am not the guy that do. And you I can't got do the video. That. When I'm in that bed, I don't care if I'm by myself or not. You can't just pop up at my house. I will call the police on you. I've had I that did. happen. I called the. I called security on her. Yeah, I've and she was about to fight. Times. She was about to fight the security officer. Okay, mm. you need to stay away. So from she this was girl. fighting. Well, she, she must was, have she good was, pussy. She was fighting for some dick. Are you uh-huh. texting on the air? Or no, I'm about to let you see this video, but go ahead. You said that she okay. has some, but she fighting for some dick. What'd I mean, say? what was she fighting the security for? Because I, I, had, I told her ass to leave, and then she had this. What are you? What are we? What are we looking at? Right this now? is her knocking on my door. Oh, you showed us this already. Did he? And she's pa- she's pacing outside, and what is all that about? That's her banging on my door. So have you morning. fucked her before? Huh? You fucked her before? Huh? Yeah. You fucked her. Yeah. While you were in a relationship with a girl. No, 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 no. So, how, so how does she know where your new address is? Because I fast. You fucked her since the you whole broke get up under knew somebody new over and somebody so, old. What, but oh, right. no girl knocks on your door like that unless you fucking dissed her and didn't call her back anymore. No, I just told her I was still in love with my ex and I don't want to be with her. Did you tell her that before you fucked her? She already knew. No, but did you tell her that before you fucked? Because a woman knowing something. Is oh yeah, different. she knew. Did you tell her that? Oh, yeah, she knew. You told her that. She Why knew. does your voice go up like five octaves? Because <laughs> that's what niggas do when she they knew. lie. They lie. Yeah. No, he didn't tell her she that. No. She knew. Okay. She did. He keeps doing it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We can't end <laughs> this part. Telling on yourself. Listen, to, to, to Sugar Quita out there who's knocking on the door. Sugar Quita. You know, go get the dick. Fight for the dick that you want. Because mm-hmm. I can tell you right now, I'm all invested in fighting for something that I want. I want the one that I'm talking to right now. Okay. I, I do. I can't wait to meet him. That's what he says. <laughs> but I'm like, before we meet, I got to know. It's real because I know me. There is no way. I'm a Leo. So if you put fresh meat in front of me, there ain't no way I ain't going to want to tear it up. You're a different type of Leo. Because my no, ex-fiance is a Leo. Jim's a Leo. But they, I ain't never seen them act like the you. women what and the men mean? are The women and the men are very, uh, very different. He is a true Leo, I'm a Leo. man. You a Leo, Leo, huh? He's a true Leo man <laughs> through and through. Yes, he is. Wait, but what does that mean? I, what does that mean? I'm different. 
No, because I, like she said, no, he was she comparing just, the women yeah. to the men, oh. and the women well, are very different. Women Leos are very different <coughs> from male Leos. They need that. Like on, honestly, I would never date a <laughs> Leo man. Yeah, really? Oh fuck no! Why? Because my ex was a Scorpio. I I don't know how the fucking shit worked out. You want to know how it works? Um, a Leo woman and a Scorpio man can work. A Leo woman, a Scorpio man. Yeah, okay. that's how that that's how it works out in my in my head. A but woman, um, okay. but like Scorpio woman, Leo man does not work. But what's so bad with the Leos? I think we're amazing. Um, I know you do. <laughs> the narcissism is part of the problem. What's a good match for a Capricorn? A Capricorn, a Leo. Um, no, you guys, are, you guys are super strong. Like the two of you, like now, my ex wasn't that strong. Alpha, that, that, that was the signs. one that was. Had the yes, he damage. was a Capricorn. My ex, fian- and my ex, my ex fiance was a Capricorn too. Yeah, we good guys. We're good lovers. We're emotional. We're he was great in bed. See, That's all come I'm on. gonna say. That's come all I'm on, gonna say. I'm but he was you. a cheating ass motherfucker. That's what he was. <clears throat> now, he he will be in the book. Let me tell you how bad I'm, I want this one. Okay. I've even said to myself, okay, if the sex ain't all that, mm. I still, I'm still, I have to get to a place where I still want the person. Uh, yeah, I got. I don't know. But what is it you like most about him besides how fine he is? What is it you like most? That should roll off your tongue immediately. Very masculine. No, okay, these are and gay. Okay, these oh, are all no and gay. Okay, these you are. You know, all- I typically get them yes. and turn them. Yes. This one is already turned. Okay, so these are all physical fixed givens. I like the fact that he has an idea of what he wants in his own life. I like the fact that he has his own friends that okay. are not in the industry. Okay. I like the fact that he didn't know who I was, or he said he didn't know who I was before I met. He, we connected. Is he smart? He's smart. Okay. Is he kind? He's nice. He's important. No, I'm kidding. Sorry. <laughs> no, he, he, he's nice. And, you know, I mean, yeah, he's, he's a nice guy. Okay, well, I mean, I think you got to get to the point where the first things that you know come to mind are the person's the person's characteristics. Yeah. You know what I'm Loyal. saying? Like, you know, like if I was to say what I'm looking, what I would love in a in a mate is emotional maturity, um, emotional intelligence, um, uh, gainfully employed, um, charisma, um, somebody mm. who is convicted to his beliefs. Um, somebody who has a strong moral code, somebody who's spiritual, not mm-hmm. necessarily religious, because uh, um, these are the things that I would say that I would, you know, if I had somebody that like, I would say this is what I love most about him, you know, mm-hmm. other than the fact he got a dick like a beer can and he's fucking hot. <laughs> well, I can say that. I can wish. I, I could wish. I don't know his <laughs> complete emotional state. Uh-huh. Um, gay men don't have those conversations, typically. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I mean, I y'all just, love the idea of love. Right now, I'm feeling it. No, mm-hmm. this person was talking about eventually he wants to be married. Mm-hmm. Like he has a vision for where his life is going. Yeah, you know, I don't know if I'm gonna be at the altar. You but. should follow uh, Frederick Eklund, the guy from Million Dollar Listing. His whole his life no, is. I can't. So, oh, you got his guy? his whole life is charmed. He's, Him and his husband just adopted twins. Oh, God bless them both. Oh my God, they're <laughs> so rich and so pretty and God so bless, charmed. God and, bless them both. Yeah, uh, it's, it's I adorable. Be I okay. really like Frederick. So listen, Edwin, this was a great show. All we did was talk about oh, what feelings. we're doing. <laughs> we're feelings. doing how we're feeling. Uh, but um, I think we've done <laughs> enough to wrap this one up. Yeah. All right. Cool. So follow be follow the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. Share it. We get to 100 subscribers. 100,000. 100,000. Sorry. 100, We're past 100 already, yeah. but 
Once we get to 100,000 subscribers, we'll add another show. Yes. All right, bye. Bye. Dio, get your life together. <laughs> bye, everybody.